Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Good afternoon. This is Tracy Murda with Future Tech Podcast, almost here around the corner technology. Today, I'm very excited to welcome special guest Michael Levin, CEO of Veracred. Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. Hi, Tracy. I'm pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's just jump right in. Um, you work in sort of this really hot area right now of healthcare insurance and things like that. So, Mike, why don't you give me a little background on yourself and the company and the idea behind Bureaucred and how that came about? Sure. Uh, So, I had a life completely outside of health insurance, outside of uh, of healthcare in general. Uh, My last business uh, was essentially a small manufacturer of color printer supplies. Uh, After we sold that business, I spent a year as a chief operating officer for what was a captive medical malpractice carrier. Uh, And that's where I got involved with the ugly world of healthcare provider data, meaning all the information that surrounds a doctor or a nurse practitioner or any other kind of provider of healthcare services. So when I left that, uh, that engagement, I had a vision of building a solution around healthcare provider data and as happenstance, uh, would it, or as the luck would have it, uh, during that time, I was uh, looking for health insurance for my family of six. Uh, I simply wanted to keep our five doctors. So I went on healthcare.gov expecting a 15-minute experience. And six hours later, and a lot of frustration, uh, I, uh, I found my, uh, my plan choice. But what resonated with me was that the the data that I was looking for, the the transparency that I thought uh, would be enabled by a subset of what I set out to uh, to build. So that's where uh, where we got started. We got started on something called provider network data that speaks to who's in and who's out of all these health insurance plan networks. Mike, what was it that was were some of the biggest problems that you were seeing with what was out there as far as, you know, you you were in the trenches with the rest of us, obviously. It sounds like you had your firsthand experience, um, which is where the ideas came from. So what were the biggest problems that you were seeing with the systems that were in place? Well, uh, the the problems that I saw as a consumer uh, was that I wanted to be able, as I was shopping for my health insurance, to simply enter my doctors and see if they were in or out of all of these uh, various plans that I was being presented with. And at that time, this is in 2014, that capability just did not exist in the market. And in a in a environment where uh, health plans have uh, these n- very narrow networks, meaning fewer and fewer providers, and where fewer health plans allow you to go out of network for care and still cu- get reimbursement, it was really important for me to try to find a plan with my doctors. Uh, and there was no uh, ability, no uh, user experience, no site that I could do this efficiently. 
And what we came to understand was that the reason this was the case was that the data to drive that kind of functionality didn't exist. It didn't all exist in one place, but instead was highly fragmented, sitting in different silos uh, with different formats. So it was there that we decided to start. So tell me about the beginning of Bureaucred. What were sort of the the initial stumbling blocks or challenges that you faced, and how did you overcome those? Sure. So we had this great idea: uh, bring all of this uh, this network data together to enable uh, this kind of functionality, which we've come to call provider-centric search. Some call it shop by doc, but essentially the ability to enter your doctors and and see who's in and who's out. So uh, we we built this uh, data set uh, in a couple of states and started to approach technology companies who were building uh, user-facing or consumer-facing uh, health insurance uh, sales and quoting websites. And when we went to them, uh, they said, well, it's not that hard. You can just go out to all those different carriers and check your doctors one by one. So what we, we knew what we could enable, uh, we had a hard time selling it. So we actually built a, an app uh, called Plan Compass. Uh, the tagline was, find a health plan, keep your doctors. Uh, and we built it as a technology demonstration to so show how efficient this could be. And indeed, that process that took me six hours, I could have gone through in about two minutes. And that broke open uh, the, the market for, for Veracred. It showed the, the value of, of this kind of uh, functionality. It showed the value of the, of the data and really brought some of the very first transparency tools to the health insurance market. So let's talk about the technology aspect or the, you know, sort of the background on this. How does the platform actually work? So what we are today is we are a data company. Uh, we are not today building anything user-facing. Um, our focus is on the underlying data that all these different technology companies that are building uh, experiences for quoting and for, uh, for health insurance and employee benefits sales, uh, that all of those folks need. So our focus is on that underlying data layer and indeed data uh, services layer. And that's why we look at ourselves as the Sabre of health and benefits, uh, Sabre being the data layer that sits beneath the whole travel, travel industry. So today, uh, what we're providing uh, to our, our customers is a health insurance technology platform, data platform. And it's comprised of three data sets, plan data, which is everything that you would want to know about plans. And there's a lot of them. There's 40,000 plans mm -hmm. just in the individual and small group markets alone. But it includes who are they available to, what do they cost, uh, what do they cover, all that kind of information. Provider network data. Uh, that, that speaks to the who's in and who's out. And then formulary data, which uh, speaks to what drugs are covered by what plans and at what tier levels. So we deliver this data through a modern API to these technology companies that are building all different really cool apps on top um, so that they don't have to. And we do so at a fraction of the cost that they would incur to build it on their own, and we do a better job of it. So we use technology to 
bring all this data in from thousands of different sources, and then make it useful. And when I say make it useful, I mean we solve uh, uh, different problems. We normalize the data. We solve problems with the uh, with the uh, way it comes into us, with the way our customers want to use it. And we deliver it in a form that's easily ingestible by these companies established uh, or startup. Okay. So where is, this might be even going too deep, but how are you getting all the information, supplying all the plan information, the, the provider information? I mean, that's a that's a lot of details and information. How are you getting that information and how is it staying up to date? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a lot of information. I, I stated that there's over 40,000 plans in the individual and small group uh, market alone, and they change annually and pricing can change quarterly in the group market. So there's, it's not just a build at once, it's this constant uh, maintenance. Uh, to answer your question, uh, we have built relationships uh, with the insurance carriers uh, to get uh, a lot of this data directly from them. Uh, by the way, relationships that we couldn't build two years ago because we didn't have the customers, we didn't have the technology, and then indeed the the whole digital environment, the whole digital health insurance environment was nascent. But now uh, the the carriers recognize our role in in this whole ecosystem. They recognize the value, and they're increasingly working with us. In the absence of that, we pull from all different kinds of filings, Department of Insurance filings, CMS filings, which is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Uh, there's all these strange industry uh, tools and, and uh, places where this data resides, each often in a different format. So we, we reach into these thousands of different places. We build adapters into our data pipeline uh, upon seeing a new form or new format, and then bring that data in, normalize it, and again, make it useful for the intended purpose. Okay. So how, like going back to what you were saying about reducing the cost and, and other things, what are some of the other advantages to the end user or the you know the consumer on the the end sure so the consumer uh well first we sell to technology companies so we're not selling to the consumer we're not selling to typically to brokers uh we're selling to different companies that are building technology platforms to solve different problems related to health insurance and employee benefits um, for the end user, whether you're buying from uh, the, through the ACA, whether you're a senior buying Medicare, or whether you're in the employed environment, uh, you are looking for uh, tools to help you make good decisions. Um, the Affordable Care Act, uh, one of the very interesting elements of the Affordable Care Act was and is healthcare.gov. It created a marketplace uh, where individuals could select from multiple plans. What it also did was instill in individuals the the knowledge that there is choice. Uh, before healthcare.gov, there really wasn't an awareness of how many choices there are. Here in New York, there's over 300 plans available to individuals, 300 plans from which I can select uh, as a New Yorker uh, to enroll in. So four or five years ago, I would have never have known that. 
So these tools uh, that uh, are being built are helping people make good decisions. So they are shining a light and surfacing choice. They are helping people make decisions based on their health conditions, based on their uh, financial position, based on the doctors that they, uh, they see, uh, based on the drugs they take. Because at the end of the day, this is a, one of the most significant financial investments that we as an individual make uh, and, uh, and that companies make for their uh, employees. And we want to uh, get all the help that we can in making the right choice. So our co customers are bringing choice and transparency to this market and helping individuals, whether young or old, whether employed or not, make good decisions. So, Mike, who is your ideal customer or business that would be perfect for bureaucrats? Yeah, so they, they take different forms. Uh, so on the health insurance shopping side, uh, they are um, what we in the industry called web-based entities. They are um, they are essentially brokers that you can go online and buy products uh, that uh, or buy health insurance uh, outside of the healthcare.gov. So here in New York, there's companies like Policy Genius. You can go on to Policy Genius and buy insurance. Kind Health, Take Command, Get Insured. These are all technology companies that are helping individuals buy health insurance. So that's one class. Uh, in the in the group environment, the business environment, uh, our customers include disruptors like uh, Zenefits and Gusto. These are new entrants into the markets that sell insurance, but are trying uh, that are not trying. They're they are doing. Um, they are offering services beyond just health insurance. They're helping small businesses manage their HR and their employee benefits, all different aspects, which for a small business is incredibly burdensome. Uh, and they make money through both their software side and by selling insurance. So that's a class of, of customers. And then there are all these really cool apps that are being developed to help people either better use uh, their insurance or to provide value where uh, the insurance information is tangential. So, for example, one of our customers uh, is a startup that's built an app for, uh, for use by uh, doctors who treat type 2 by diabetes patients. So apparently there's 60 different drugs that can be used uh, to treat uh, type 2 diabetes. Uh, you can prescribe up to five of them uh, in combination uh, at a time. That creates 3 million different combinations of drugs that a doctor could pre prescribe a type 2 diabetes uh, to a type 2 diabetes patient. So how do you navigate that? Well, there's two other key determinants. One is how much can that patient afford? And to know that, you need to know obviously their cost sensitivity, but how much those drugs would cost through their health plan. Our data answers that question. The other piece is how willing are they to accept side effects from those drugs? So what this app does is given an individual, given their plan, given their ability to afford drugs, looks at those 3 million combinations and looks to, to recommend the most effective combination of drugs based on that budget that, uh, that minimizes side effects. Really cool application of our data and one that we would have never, ever imagined when we, we got into this space. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. So like, are there other companies out there trying to do this same thing that 
I'm I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. Let's see, are there other companies out do similar things to what you're you're all doing in the the healthcare industry here? No, what we're doing is is rather unique. Uh, first of all, by being a data only company, uh, we uh, and not offering anything user facing, uh, we are not competing with our our prospective customers, and this is really key. Uh, we're agnostic as to the the use case, the the business model, the constituencies served, and we're truly independent. So that makes us a great data partner. Um, there are, are a couple of folks who have tried to sell data uh, as a byproduct from their own apps and their own user experiences, but then they're selling to their competition. That just fundamentally doesn't work. Uh, so we are unique. We're the only company that, that's got all three of these data sets uh, today. Uh, we're the only ones that are uh, serving this market well. Uh, we are um, uh, we have become the go-to source for this data uh, for anyone in, in the industry. Uh, and we, uh, we have a really unique position, but it's a position that we need to earn every single day. So we're not static in what we're doing today. We're building forward and we're making our data sets uh, increasingly granular. We're adding additional data sets and we're going to be adding additional functionality to, uh, to our data over time. In are there some new things that you're rolling out that you can talk about at this point? Yeah, we're we're doing some really cool things. Some of it's kind of uh of kind of in the weeds. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's certain uses of the data where uh, uh we want to uh, uh present it in a more granular fashion. Um, tech companies love us uh, because we speak their language. We serve the data that we want. We're also really startup friendly. Uh, we don't have any implementation fees. A startup can come to our website, sign up for an API key. You know, there's no non-disclosures, none of that kind of stuff. We don't have implementation costs or, or any of that. Um, but uh, you know, putting that aside. Uh, some of the neat things that uh, that you're going to be seeing from us, uh, first of all, expanding our data sets. So today we're on the medical side, uh, going into vision and dental and looking at other uh, benefit categories. Again, that vision uh, to be the saber of health and benefits. Building services on top of the data. So one of the big challenges, going back to the whole doctor uh, network issue, is that a, a doctor may drop out of a network mid-plan year. So you may have been taking your child to a pediatrician all the, throughout the year and then all of a sudden get there and say, oh, we don't take that, uh, that insurance anymore. Well, wouldn't it be nice if you had been alerted to that in advance? That kind of functionality doesn't exist in this industry, and it should. Um, and we intend to to bring it to the market. So that's one example of of what we're doing to uh, to enhance the uh, everyone's experience around healthcare and health insurance in in particular. So how does your ideal business partner, someone who who wants to get in touch with you, how do they even start working with you? Yeah, so we kind of believe in uh, at to start a uh, self-serve model. So uh, as a you know if you're a startup or an established company, you can go to our website, you can download spec sheets, you can go to our developer portal, 
We have online documentation. You can sign up for an API key, uh, and, and it's immediately uh, issued to you without any kind of uh, NDA or contract. So we really are, are very easy to, to work with. Um, of course, uh, as, you, as our partners or new cu potential customers have questions uh, or have integration questions, they can reach out to us uh, via email. They can call us. Uh, and we're happy to uh, speak from a sales perspective or put someone up from our engineering uh, team on the line. You know, our, the fun, one of our fundamental roles in this whole ecosystem is to enable innovation, to enable innovation in the space. So we do that by making our data really valuable and useful. We do it by making it really uh, easily accessible. We do it by building developer tools so that if they want to use our data, it's very, very easy to do that. And uh, we've been uh, very effective in, in, in enabling really cool functionality, just like I, uh, uh, the example I used a little while ago uh, within this space. And Mike, do you work with companies only in New York or all over the United States? So all over the United States, um, you know, uh, our, a lot of our customers are in the San Francisco Bay Area just because it's a hotbed of startups. Uh, but we have partners in Chicago and here in New York, uh, up in Boston, uh, throughout the really throughout the country. But more importantly, they serve uh, individuals and businesses in all 50 states in D.C. So. If you're an individual looking for insurance, if you're a, a business or whether it be small or large, uh, looking to improve your, your health insurance and your employee benefits process and selection, there are some really great uh, solutions out there today. Great information. Appreciate your time today. Is there anything that we, John, or anything I forgot to ask that you'd like yeah, um, the, what recently we did uh, uh, we did something that I'm, I'm really proud of uh, in working with Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, uh, whose sole mission is to improve U.S. health care and, and coverage. Uh, we made our data sets, which are high value, uh, and uh, or would and and because of that would otherwise be unavailable to researchers. We've made those data sets available to uh, researchers, uh, non-commercial researchers, so that they can study different elements of health insurance uh, and the the healthcare system. And we announced this uh, in mid uh, mid February. Again, this is all with the support of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Uh, we instantly got, uh, um, uh, I think, a couple of dozen uh, inquiries from researchers with uh, from universities ranging from Harvard to UCFS to Penn, um, who, all of whom are interested in slicing and dicing uh, this unique, uh, these unique data sets to glean insights as to um, how uh, health insurance. Uh, coverage is changing. Uh, are there, uh, uh, is there sufficient doctors in these networks to meet needs? And all sorts of other really interesting uh, uh, areas of inquiry. And uh, we're really excited to have been able to, uh, to be able to offer these data sets to these researchers who would, quite frankly, be unother, uh, otherwise be unable to, uh, to afford to, uh, to do the work with them.
and this is a probably a bigger question than we have time for, but just out of curiosity, as someone who works in the industry, obviously, you know, under the current administration, things are changing every day with what what we can expect from the healthcare industry as a whole. Where do you see Viracred playing a role in, in healthcare in, let's say, all five, ten years from now? Sure. Uh, well, we expect change. Um, while the, the recent bill did not move forward, we're going to see change. Uh, and what we expect is that uh, there will be uh, more of a shift back to state control over the design of plants, particularly in the individual and the small group in, environment. Uh, that will create a more complex data environment. And, you know, this is where we sit. So, we will deal with that complexity, but still make it uh, easy for all these different players, whether they're building apps or selling insurance or uh, in the employee benefit space, to do what they need to do. So if the environment gets more complex, as we suspect it will, uh, everyone will still be able to do what they need to do based on, on our data layer. So that's, and we see that more in the, the shorter term. As we go out five or 10 years, um, our goal is to sit between every health insurance and employee benefit transaction, being that saber of health and benefits, enabling innovation in the space, enabling choice and bringing transparency to this market uh, that is otherwise very complex and difficult to understand and certainly difficult to uh, to build technology solutions for in the absence of a single integration point, a single data source. It shall be interesting to see where this all goes. Well, I appreciate your time again, Mike. Uh, Michael Levin, CEO of Veracred, thank you for your time today. And we look forward to seeing, you know, following where you all go. And maybe you can come back to speak with us again after some things change. I would love to do it. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to tell our stories, uh, our stories, Tracy. Uh, and if there are startups in the uh, in the audience who are interested in the space, uh Check out our website. Check out our API. Uh, we love to see the innovation that's going on, and I'm sure we're just seeing the uh, the tip of the iceberg. So uh, check it out. We'll make it easy for you. And, Mike, what is that website once more? Uh, it's Veracred. That's V-E-R-I-C-R-E-D.com. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Have a good one. You too. Thanks so much. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, 